Welcome back to Afternoons with Jimmy Smith. 1170 here in Sydney, 693 in Brisbane. Plenty of great uh, netball news in this last week. A few big signings for the uh, New South Wales Swift side. Grand finalist last year. Couldn't quite get over the line, but no doubt they'll be eyeing that off. In 2024, their centurion, Paige Hadley, just re-signed for another three years. Great to have her back on board and great to have her on Afternoons with Jimmy Smith. Paige, welcome along. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No, it's great. Look, firstly, three sleeps till Christmas. How's uh, how's the Christmas shopping? How's the preparations for the big day? Oh, I love Christmas. Oh, but awesome. I hate, I, I hate shopping. So <laughs> oh, that I, is well and truly done before three days before Christmas. <laughs> look, the, the days of leaving our shopping to, to Christmas Eve are long behind us, right? Oh, I, no. The shops are just too maniac, right? So you won't see me see me there on Christmas Eve. So you can just focus on the good stuff now, the, the Christmas carols and the the wrapping of the presents and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, and the good chocolate almonds. They're my favourite for Christmas. Chocolate almonds. Yeah, I don't <laughs> mind them. Hey, Paige, firstly, look, congratulations on uh, on the re-signing. Look, you're a, you're a two-time premiership winner with the Swifts, co-captain of the club. Was there, was there ever a chance that you were going to leave? Oh, not really. I think, yeah. you know, obviously being towards the back end of my career, you know, I've been with the club for... 13 years now and you know it feels like home and you know the fans and having my family there in the stands and you know the group that we've got together you know there's you know I don't think the grass is always greener elsewhere so for me it was it was a swift and you know to be able to keep majority of our cohort together is is pretty special I think it speaks volumes of what this club's about at the moment. Yeah you you mentioned about the the foundations of the club and there's a number of players there who have been there for some time now tell us about the the culture and that, that camaraderie around this group. Yeah, I think it's huge. You know, I think obviously, you know, from the outside, you know, few, you know, non-Sydney siders there. But I think, you know, to have like a Helen Housby, a Sam Wallace, a Maddie Proud, a Sarah Clough, a Maddie Turner, like to move to Sydney and have been here for now seven, eight years. And, you know, they've, they've signed long-term deals. I think it speaks volumes of kind of what we created. And, yeah, this group wants to, that we want to be in finals. We want to be contesting premierships there. Yeah, your time in sports not forever, so we want to make the most of it, and we want to do it together. Can the uh, that young girl from Penrith who debuted back in 2012, and I suppose grew up playing the game, could, could you could you have believed the the career that you've already had, and and what's still ahead of you? Oh, absolutely not. I think you know I grew up, you know, I still obviously play because I love it. I grew up in Penrith with um, you know many other netballers who love love to play and. Um, never would have thought I would have put on the, the red dress, let alone the green and gold either. So, yeah, I think, to you know, when I signed on and to think that it would be 16 years at this club after my three-year deal is just, yeah, I think pretty incredible and pretty mind-blowing. I think being a one-club player is pretty special and to do it for the club I kind of grew up watching and, and playing in front of, like, you know, on the, the pre-game before the Swiss played, yeah, is pretty cool. 157 games. It's um, it's an impressive record so far. Hey, growing up in Penrith, does that mean you're a, you're still a Panthers fan? Uh, well, actually, I grew up in Penrith. My, my dad is actually an Eels fan. So, yeah, yeah so I always got a soft spot for the Panthers, but yeah, dad's an Eels fan, so he would hate me because I didn't go there. <laughs> now, look, you, you mentioned about a couple of uh, other signings. The club's 2023 MVP, Helen Housby. She's um, not just a superstar of, of the Sydney Swifts, but of the game nationally and internationally as well. Great to have her back on board. Oh, absolutely. I think, you know, especially given the change in the game with the two-point shot coming in, I think, you know, this year she was the highest two-point accuracy from shooting from that two-point shot. So absolutely valuable. I think, you know, it speaks volumes of Helen as a person as well to be able to move her life to Sydney and move to England and be here for, you know, she's not going around kind of fishing around contracts. She's 
she's here, she's committed to the club and yeah, I think it speaks volumes of her as a player and as a person. Yeah, you said she's made the move from England and, and, and part of the, the Sydney fabric. Is it, did uh, the team wrap their arms around the, the, the England Rose as soon as she got to town? Oh, I think as soon, you know, when you're playing for the Diamonds, um, <laughs> you know, you're, obviously, you're obviously against each other, but you, know, you obviously want the best for us individually. But yeah, obviously, you know, um, you know they had an incredible World Cup campaign and got the silver medal, which was, um, you know, groundbreaking for them. They never got into that um, World Cup final. So, but yeah, obviously, you know, love having her back. She's a world-class player and, you know, she's, I've obviously played alongside her now for seven years. So we kind of know each other's game really well, which makes it easy to go out on court. And, uh, your Swifts and Diamonds teammate, Maddie Proud, also re-signing to the end of at least 2026. It's um, the foundations are well and truly there for another tilt at the title. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously, you know, you've got Maddie, Maddie Turner, Sarah, Helen, and, and all announced a long-term deal. So to have that core going to be together for pretty much 10 years, um, you know, it's, it's great. I think it's all the ones coming in. It's been able to learn off each other. It's been able to mould you know, into our game plan and having different um, assets, you know, Tegan O'Shaughnessy coming in, she brings something different. So I think it's about having that core structure there, but obviously having those different you know, assets and people come in to be able to bring different things to our game style and, and to our culture as well, to, you know, keep it moving forward and keep progressing because we want to be, you know, challenging for titles every year. The Swiss were Premiership winners in 2019, 2021, grand finalists last year. And obviously we won't, we won't go back and, and delve into the heartbreak that was the grand final this year. But it, it's been such a, a great window of success. We, we mentioned the Panthers before and in the NRL, for them to win three premierships in a row was incredible. But the success that the Swifts have had from 19 through to now, what has been the key to, to maintaining that, that bar so high? And how do you keep that going? Yeah, I think obviously, um, you know, obviously it was meant to, the script wasn't written quite as we had a plan, you know, 2019, this year, 2021, it was meant to be 2023, but we'll go 2024, we'll ride the script. But yeah, I think for us, one is obviously keeping the core group together. I think, you know, knowing each other, how, how each other play, knowing how to challenge each other um, is huge. But I think, you know, Bryony and, and, and you know, Beck Bully for a few years there and then um, Nat, Avellino coming in, I think it's um, yeah huge. They've been they've been able to challenge us, and I think you've seen us grow both as people off the court, but also on the court. And I think we challenge each other, you know, every every um, every session to be better. And you know, we want to yeah, as I said, like win those premierships, and we want to be successful. Um, you know, we started as one of the youngest groups together, and and now one of the oldest still together. You mentioned Brian Ack- Brian Ackle, the, the head coach. She's been there since 2017. Now, tell us about the influence that that she's been able to have over this group. Yeah, I think she's been huge, um, you know, especially off the court. I think, you know, she's really brought that kind of family mentality and, you know, a lot of the girls not being from Sydney, like moving overseas and moving into state, being able to create, you know, that environment. But I also think, you know, she changed the way we thought about, you know, I think we were young, we were, you know, we've got many years to win, but she kind of came in with like, why not? Why can't we win now? Like, why do we have to wait a few years? And I think, you know, that really brought that steely determination for us to be successful. And, and 2019, I think no one expected us to win. And so to come out and do that was, yeah, pretty incredible. Now, 50 matches you've played for the Diamonds now, co-captain of the, of the national side. No doubt, I'm incredibly proud every time you you pull on the the Australian uniform. And, and you'll be doing it again in uh, in January when you head across to um, to England against uh, New Zealand, yeah. England and Uganda for the first time. Yeah, pretty incredible to play Uganda. We've never actually played Uganda on against the Australian Diamonds. So that'll be a first. I'm really looking forward to that challenge. But yeah, as you said, I think every time I get to pull on 
the green and gold uh, dress is very special. I think, you know, I never, it was something I probably never really imagined because I never thought it was possible for me to achieve that. So, you know, to pull it on once, to be able to do it over 50 times now is, um, yeah, pretty special. And I think it's been a, it's been a tough journey in that, in that dress. Obviously, I've been in and out, I've been dropped, I've been to World Cups and, and I've had injuries. So I've seen it all. But, yeah, every time I get the opportunity, I just want to make the most of it. And, and being around those girls in that environment is just, yeah, so inspiring and it makes you want to be better. Tell us about this series over in uh, the UK, playing in London and Lees. 2021 of January, then 27, 28. So a couple of weekends over there. Tell us about the format uh, across those two weekends. Yeah, so it changed up a little bit. Normally it's just kind of like a week tournament, you know, four or five days will, will challenge for now it's called the Nations Cup. Um, but yeah, so we'll have uh, two games, I think, against England and uh, New Zealand first in London. Then we'll head to to Leeds to play Uganda and then obviously whoever, you know, winning, training on the win-loss ratio will play in that final game for first and second and third and fourth. So, yeah, playing netball, I think England and England fans absolutely love, you know, um, you know, especially Australia going over there. They love, you know, building the Australian. So it's always a tough contest over there to play in England. It's going to be very, very cold. So it should be a, it should be a great test match against those three countries. So you get back together with the, the squad of the AIS in Canberra and, January 8th. Does that mean a quiet Christmas for you? Plenty of training heading into that? Yeah, so at the moment we just finished our last session as, you know, kind of you training your hub. So, yep. you know, Sydney hub, Melbourne hub. So we finished up that yesterday and then um, a few days, a few weeks or a week off for Christmas. But obviously we have our own training programs, but you can do that kind of from home or wherever you are based over the country. And then, yeah, we'll come back together on the 8th of Jan at the AS in Canberra and um, have a five-day camp leading into um, that tour when we head off to the UK. And all those netball fans out there can be sure they can watch all these games through Fox Sports or KO. 2021 of January 27, 28 uh, will be great to see you there. Now, Paige, I know, I know that the uh, the pay deal with the netball has been such a huge thing. And no doubt you're just delighted to have it behind you right now. And uh, we're all looking forward. But I, I need to ask that, you know, it's, I think, nine weeks the players went without pay. How tough was it for players like yourself and, and plenty of others to um, to have to endure what was a pretty tough period for you? Yeah, it was huge. I think I think it went to about twelve weeks yeah. of no pay um, since we got paid. But yeah, it was, it was tough. But you know, the players, you know, was stood united, and we had a passion and a, and a goal of what we wanted to achieve. For not for us, to be honest, for the future generations of the sport. And you know, I think everyone lives within their means, right? So you know, the highest paid boys are struggling as well as the lowest paid, and people got mortgages, they've got rent. You know, Christmas yeah. was around the corner, so. Yeah, it was tough. There was moments, you know, where I personally was thinking, oh, like, can I do this? How much for longer? Like, is it worth it? But, you know, I think for us, it was about having that long-term goal of what we want to achieve. And, you know, really special to be able to, I guess, work with Netball Australia at the end there and get that deal done and, you know, sport and, and you know, the players that play Netball in the future generations in, in a really good in a really good spot, um, you know, both financially, but also, you know, that, that off-court stuff as well, what you can do with the game. Yeah, and as you say, it's now... Now it's all done and dusted, put to bed. It's no doubt very much worth it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, we say it's like a little Christmas miracle. I think be able to kind of, you know, sign on and know where you're going to live and be able to move your life there and have that security, but also now focus on, you know, what's ahead of being able to play, being an athlete, not having to worry about, you know, working other jobs or doing other things to kind of pay your bills while that was going on. Paige, so great to chat to you uh, ahead of the, the, uh, well, the Games with Australia. Can't wait to see you back at Ken Rosewell Arena Next April, where the, the New South Wales Swifts do it all over again. Hey, best luck for Christmas. Tell us before you go, your favourite Christmas carol? Oh, it's going to be All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey.
Oh, it's a classic, and, and we just we keep playing it, and we keep uh, ensuring that Mariah cashes in every every Christmas as well. <laughs> thanks, guys. Paige, thanks so much for joining us. Paige Hadley from the New South Wales Swifts. We'll take a break, and we'll be back with more.